0: Welcome to Alphabet Scoop, episode 133. As always, I'm joined by Ben Schoen and Kyle Bradshaw. And we have uh, a lot to catch up on, so let's get started. So, Android 12. Let's check in on where it is. Uh, Beta 5 was the release candidate on Wednesday, and the final... should be the final update... I'm pretty sure uh there's no like a 5.1 or anything. I'm pretty sure um so with that going in mind is is there any outstanding issues that we're
1: seeing? They that it, it seems pretty wrapped up at this point uh as far as, you know, being ready to just launch. I I I don't have any outstanding complaints. Uh, I mean, I've seen people
2: complaining about the at-a-glance widget.
1: Okay, well, yeah, yes,
2: that is like crucial. I need <laughs> that back. That
0: I I don't have enough ways to see the weather as is, so that's honestly stopping me from like putting it on my Pixel Five because I want to see the temperature at all times. At all times.
2: <laughs> okay. I mean,
1: I. It- I mean, I I I I can totally get that. That's why I use the at a glance widget on my Pixel and on my Fold. Um, mm-hmm. also just because I like the way it looks. It's very clean and nice. And now it does not look like that. But we, yes, yes well, it's so it's okay. It's definitely clean. They implemented because there's only
0: one. Because <laughs> yeah, there's the only fault. one thing on it now. It- it's it's too cre- it's queen to a fault amazingly somehow. Um, so instead of having the full day uh, spelled out and the date with followed by the temperature widget centered, it's now left aligned, um, and the date is much and the day is shortened. While the temperature is missing right now, but uh, from what we've seen, it will appear a line below. So, there's a two line thing, meaning there's so much empty space to the right of it, and we've seen some indication that there'll be you'll be able to swipe to the ad the grant space um and you might be able to get like smart suggestions based on where you are, let's say you're at the shopping um you will get a suggestion for your cards but as is the default, maybe they'll put music there. I don't know. But as is the default, it's way too much empty space to the light.
2: Yeah, but at the same time, it kind of needed to be left aligned just because they've moved everything to be left aligned now. With like the, 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 yes. uh, the always on display used to be more centered and now it's left aligned. So I think they're just keeping in theme with that. Yeah,
1: they definitely needed to change it to line up with Android 12, but. This I don't like where it's going. Hopefully they'll prove me wrong. I they mean, don't think so. It's 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 iconic, scented. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, but I don't know it. It's been there for so long. I mean, yeah, but ever the androids looked the same for so long. So they just this was the moment for yeah. a shakeup, and I mean it. It it still can work. I think the biggest issue is the font is way too small and I think they really need to have either let the user fully control what elements are static and what are not. They will not. Yeah. yeah or at least might. have like one element that you can control. Basically have it to where you can force the weather to always be there.
0: Yeah. I think out there.
1: I think I can settle for
0: that, but okay. So the font is so small. So what's the point of like bold, making it bolder for the past few betas? Like what? What does that work for? If it's all gone, well, like it only worked for Steven. <laughs> <laughs> it must work for Steven, but that's it. Uh, so, so yeah. At the glance, let's see what else has happened. Widgets. We got the. We'll talk about Material U in a second, but we have four new widgets uh, for the clock. One of them was sh- the one we were expecting with the um, inter- non-circular circular shape uh, with the seconds ticking, which honestly, good for them for showing seconds. Uh, but we're not seeing the, 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 day, the day as in the teaser for the Material U promo videos. So we're not sure what the final design is, but these are pretty final today.
2: Yeah, I mean it looks really clean and I'm, I'm surprised it took them this long to launch it, but I'm I'm happy that it does look like the teaser. I I was genuinely worried it wouldn't.
0: Yeah. So you I know, can we can have a widget discussion now. But some of the widgets feel impractical, like the the spinny uh vinyl s clock. Sorry, a music player. I, I don't think that's real. I think it would look really that, neat.
1: Because the thing about widgets is... The thing about widgets now is that they're not always... They don't always have to be 100% practical. Sometimes you just want something that looks nice.
0: Yeah, but that's a Google Photos thing. I, I, I agree that... Okay. <laughs> and as an example of something not practical, the new material, new Easter egg... That shows the dynamic color palette Which being really chosen. Cool. That's uh, impractical.
2: Yes. But it's also impractical in a way that only technical people are going to find and understand.
0: And don't we think out. like the spinning a spinning cover art widget? I, that seems highly um, Okay. One you can only play pause. That's weird. Why can't you move backwards or forwards. And the other action they give you is a thumbs up. Eh.
1: It's very possible that that one's not real. It's very possible at all. It's so impractical. But it looks nice.
2: Yeah, it looks nice. It's so impractical that it becomes delightful, is the way I look at it. That's fair. And
0: Kyle, you were making a point the other day about the shapes... The, these, the X shapes for widgets.
2: Yeah, I don't get what's up with that. They, the It makes some sense on the, the new cross-shaped uh, or the X-shaped Google Keep widget that they keep showing in teasers, but I don't understand why they have a Google Photos widget in the same, or presumably Google Photos widget in the same shape. I don't get what it's trying to express.
0: And it's ironic in the context of them getting rid of adaptive icons, like, what we would, I think we all assume that if that that would be controlled by the adaptive icons if it was still a feature, but that's gone
2: yeah it, it, I don't even understand why those are gone now I, I I mean maybe it's one of those things where they looked at who used it and realized there was no one, yeah, and they're
0: all on white backgrounds, like most people didn't make custom ones,
2: yeah, it just. Doesn't really make much sense, but the the X shape. There's just nothing. There's nothing material about it. Everything that's been material yeah. to this point has been circles or rounded rectangles. This X and shape they keep, is bizarre. Sh- and they keep showing like morphing shapes, in the, in the like
0: the kickoff of the Pixel Six ad that we'll talk about a bit later. They keep doing this like morphing shapes, and there are no morphing shapes in Material U. I don't. I don't know the point of that.
2: I mean, maybe there's some deeper layer that they haven't showed us yet.
0: Yeah, maybe.
2: So, yeah, those are
0: widgets. And we got a couple of big Material U designs. Ben?
1: So, yeah, we have uh, Google Clock and Google Calculator. Finally both got their updates for Material U. Uh Calculator, obviously, we had seen many times in Google's teasers. Um, it was very prominently shown throughout but the clock app is totally new look. Um, It has the same core design and functionality as the old app, but it adopts uh, the various colors in buttons and accents and it looks super nice. And then it comes with all of the widgets that follow the design and uh, change color based on where they are on your home screen. And it's all really nice. It's a good taste of what could come from more material you uh, redesigns.
0: It's very whimsical. It's just so whimsical. It's... cork is one of the more, like, puts a smile on your face after using it mm-hmm. for a few seconds. They did a very
2: good job there. Have we tried putting uh, the new Clock app on an old, like, Android 11 device? I don't know if that's a... Uh, like, I know sometimes that just isn't possible, but, like... Uh, oh, Gmail, Gmail for works. Example, Gmail got yeah. its material. You update this week, and uh, it just shows up. It completely. works. On Android 11. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm wondering what the clock Dynamic like. colors.
0: Blue. It will also stick to blue. I would, I, would imagine. I wonder what the widgets look like. That's what I'm curious about. Yeah, if,
2: if they're there at all.
0: Yeah. Anyways, that's some homework for us after this. <laughs> yes, um, but yeah, um, those two apps we got today, minutes ago on Thursday, we got a look at the Google Workspace apps. Um, we, of course, already saw Gmail at the end of last week. And now um, we are seeing Google Calendar, Google Drive, Google Docs. Um, so Calendar isn't that major in terms of it's just applying the themes. I think Google Drive ends up being one of the better examples of um, material you helping, specifically the bot bar the thick bottom bar since drive is such a dense app I think it really does a good job of differentiating itself Um, but yeah gmail that was the big thing um, last week Um, how do we like it it's again like clock functionality hasn't really changed but we do get a bit of a it's it's larger touch targets more than Touch of color, as boring. It's 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 nothing radical.
1: I'm just genuinely shocked that it came this soon. Google's usually really kind of slow to do um, updates to the Gmail app for stuff like this, uh, just because it's so widely used.
0: Yeah, I I would credit all of that with the Workspace team actually. Mm -hmm. The direction, their recent direction, has been. They're moving really fast, and that's showing with all the apps getting updated. Um, yeah, and these are the apps that people use every day, Calendar, especially. Um, I mean,
2: are we missing any big ones? I, well, for one, uh, keep. but I, I want to say that if, I don't know that it's quite right to say that it's so early to see Gmail just because wasn't Gmail the premiere of uh, uh, material theming when back in 2018 or something like that? It sounds about right. Uh, but but yeah, all the other apps were, were so far behind on it. So it is interesting to see the rest of them catch up. But um, as far as the suite, though, yeah, I'd say Keep Notes is one of the ones that's notably missing at this point. I strongly feel
0: they gave up on calling it Keep Notes. And that was purely an Android launcher SEO, almost.
2: <laughs> yeah, for the Play Store. So that Store. went nowhere.
0: Yeah. yeah. Play Store SEO. <laughs> to- and the new Play Store rules don't allow you to, um, add like description, descriptors, but if it's the name of your app, Hey, Hey, <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. But yeah. Um, keep notes will require a big redesign. Um, task is also something, uh, Google chat. That's going to take some, I think that's going to be a bigger redesign. Uh, we're also waiting for messages, um, but I don't know actually thinking about it, these material UV designs they're pretty there's nothing drastic is being there's nothing drastic to it it's, it's uh, I know this word has negative connotations in the Android context, but it's like skinning just skinning these apps is really i don't know I thought I guess we'd see something different, but maybe not yet too early.
2: I'm just happy that the support is there at all. (laughs) That's true. That's true. Walk before you can run. I'm just surprised that it's here so quickly just because the material theme rollout took so long. Like we were years, literally years waiting for apps to update from material to from old school material to material theming. Too long. I Mm -hmm. Too long. (laughs)
0: <laughs> like the google weather app just got updated with material theming so that's insane that's like wild that today it just got updated right. um
2: and then tomorrow will have material you who knows
0: yeah that's that's like hilarious um but yeah i think that's probably something they learned in doing material theming and maybe they gave the internal team some more time to adapt that said, there has been zero push to get third-party developers on material U. There is no guidance beyond dynamic colour for widgets, but there's really they haven't really they haven't issued guidelines for the philosophy behind material U besides high-level stuff at I.O. But we're really missing the principles of material U, and that's very
1: curious. It is very surprising that they... I I would have thought they would have talked about that at I.O. But to be, what, less than a month out from the launch and still not knowing? It is surprising. Hmm. I
0: I think this leads us to our next topic. Um, Android 12.1, or signs of it.
2: Yeah, so... Yesterday it popped up that uh, an interesting little tidbit popped up in in, in the Android code that uh, mentioned something called SCV2, which we're taking to mean Snow Cone or Android 12 version 2. So uh, whatever this is, it's some major enough update to Android that it needs to, be a formal Android update, not just a, a monthly patch or something like that. It's it's going to actually change the change the APIs for developers in some way. Uh, from what we can tell, it uh, seems like this might have something to do with foldables, but uh, things are still a little loose on that right now. We're still doing a lot of digging to uh, find out one way or another, but Leaning on history, yeah. it seems like a it seems like it'd be like an Android 12.1. So speaking of history,
0: the last time Google did a .1 update was Oreo, and they did uh, a another one the year before for Nougat. And th- those Point .1 updates are usually meant to support the latest Pixel devices, uh, so um, Nexus Pixel devices at launch. And from what's happening now. Um, the speculation is that we're all waiting for a foldable. It does not look like it's coming this year. So a point one update could add foldable support. Um, that's one theory. But uh, I guess other options, I don't know. We are, t- we are just talking about Material U and the fact that there hasn't been any developer outreach. Um, maybe... That's when they start opening up the stuff to other developers. Um, that's another candidate. But yeah, it's Google hasn't done this for the
2: five years. Yeah, it's bizarre that they would that this would be the time to do it too. I mean, I, I guess none of it really makes any sense because like even Android eleven has been working on support for foldables. So I, I don't know what. Couldn't uh, be brought into Android 12. I don't know what took this long to uh, be developed that they needed it, but also needed it to be available in a relative hurry that they couldn't wait for Android 13. Which I mean, I I guess that just further implicates that it could be a foldable or like pixel foldable related, just because Google would do that for their own priority sake. So, yeah, Ben,
0: you've been using the fault two and three. how Samsung, what's this current state of Samsung's foldable um, UI touches?
1: Honestly, there's not much. The biggest thing um, I would say that differentiates Samsung's skin to other devices on Android would be their multitasking, which is far and away like it's night and day compared to stock Android. Mm-hmm. Um, they have uh, better switching. they ha- You can do up to three apps on the Fold. Uh, it's better organized. There, there's a lot more you can do on a Samsung phone in terms of multitasking, which is why foldables work better on one UI than they would stock Android. A Pixel Fold as it stands today wouldn't be as useful for those tasks. The only other thing I can think of is that Samsung on the Fold 3 at least has pushed more into having apps do dual panes and stuff like that. Uh, for example, if you go in the settings menu, you'll get um, your pane on the side that has, you know, the Wi-Fi and network and all that, all those different sections. And then you'll have all the information that goes underneath that off to the other side and you'll still see them at the same time. Um, but I think that still would trigger in stock Android at the right DPI level. So mm-hmm. I would really only say the the biggest thing that they could change is multitasking and yeah, it's important, but I don't know if it really requires a full dot one update.
2: I mean, whatever it is, it must be changing something on the developer side yeah. because like it could, if it were just something with, with multitasking that in theory that could be updated with a, with a monthly update or with like, you know, a, uh, Pixel feature drop or something like that, but this by change, because it's an API update, like where the API level changes, that means something is changing for developers too.
1: Now, to be fair, um, Samsung's multitasking as it stands, because it's so different from stock Android, it does tend to be kind of messy with some apps. Some apps just don't interact with it well. Um, especially uh, one of the features that it has is you can have a pop out, so basically like a bubble on stock android except you just do it with any app um and some apps don't play well with that Um, and just sizing so i could see that as a reason you'd want to get developers involved so that way they can better optimize for that but even then it's still it it seems weird to bring it back after so many years for one device
0: by any chance, use the um, iPad uh, uh, iPad OS fifteen stuff? Yeah.
1: Oh uh, no, I haven't used iPad OS fifteen. I'm, I'm on fourteen. Yeah, I'm, I haven't bothered with that either. I'm not gonna put
2: I'm not gonna put pre-release things on my wife's iPad. It's not a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty stable, but that's very true. <laughs> You're a funny. Anyways,
0: guy. yeah. Um, so yeah, 12.1, That's a curious. It's a big deal and. Well, it it might not be a big deal for regular users, for end users, but for developers and OEMs and their update update
2: strategies, that's a big one. That's a big one. Yeah, it kind of goes against all of the all the practices that they've been doing up to this point, or so it feels to me. Like it feels like they've been trying to optimize to not need those API changing updates that often. Like it. it it used to be that you'd get a couple changes per version and now now there's just been one stable platform for a year. I'm not sure what they're going for with this.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, um, on to the near term which we don't think that um, 12.1 is like launching in this year, maybe sometime next year at the earliest. But speaking of this year, There's an iPhone event next week, and Wednesday night, very curiously, Google released the Pixel 6 ad. Um, Just before that, there was a
1: teaser. So, yes, uh, Google released uh, just a little teaser on their Instagram account uh, showing off the Pixel 6 and the first new image that we had had since the uh, announcement, I guess, in August. Um, and it was really just kind of a, Hey, material, you looks awesome. It was good timing with, uh, the beta release. And it was also a play off of that Drake album where that meme was handed around throughout various brand accounts and stuff on Twitter. Oh, oh gosh. I oh, did not oh, realize that. Amazing. Oh man. Um, no. Yeah. So it, it was wow. just, it, it was basically just, you know, this fun little post to, you know, get people ready for the pixel six. And then, of course, a few hours later, this just dropped the full ad for the phone out of nowhere.
0: Yeah, this full ad, it really did preview um, what's basically what we expect, the messaging tagline. Uh, First off, we saw the phone in people's hands. And Kyle, as
2: you were saying, this looks like our first real shot of the phone. Yeah, the real phone, not a render. Because I mean, I can't say for sure, but I want to say all of the photos that they showed off in that Pixel Six preview, they were all renders. Yeah, no, I not, can I can uh, say that the actual, confidently.
1: They were all renders.
2: Or this is either dang <laughs> really dang good CGI or actual Pixel Six in real people's hands. So yeah. somebody's out there. Somebody out there has been using it to at least for a, a, a photo shoot day. Mm-hmm.
1: I will say it feels like an Apple ad, like in a good way, but it feels exactly like an Apple really? ad to me. Yeah, just, for iPod, It was way yeah. too
0: fast. I think it's the um well, which it is Apple style recently, the 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 quick cuts.
1: It's way too fast. Like okay, it, spec- not not the entire ad, just specifically the shots of the phone, the way that they have the camera set up feels so much like an Apple ad. In a good way, like in a very good way, because they rarely go that far with their ads. So, like, I'm glad it shows how confident and how serious they are this year.
0: Yeah. And speaking about confidence, what do we think about this tagline they're going with? It's the tagline is for all you are. So the ad had um, two key lines. Um, What if smartphones weren't just smart? And what if your phone saw you for who you are? Uh, With the specific categories of learning, evolving, adapting. And again, for all you are is this tagline. I don't know how that plays with regular people. I'm sure they'll appreciate material you, but unless they're like smart adaptive features of the phone i don't think they can say that yet. yeah
1: i agree it feels it doesn't feel right for I, I see what they're trying for if if all they're doing is saying is like really just talking about material you then i see what they're going for but i don't think it sticks if there's more and yeah. that's entirely possible with tensor and all of the things they've said about the ai stuff that they're doing um all that business with private compute for this morning yeah they they like back in in August when they announced it, and they uh Osterlo you know he was teasing the uh a i capabilities I can't remember his exact phrasing, but he said it's that's what's gonna be really different about this phone, so they probably have more plans than just you know themes that generate from your wallpaper, but We don't know yet, so this doesn't really make much sense. And the ad doesn't explain it. No, it's to its great depth. Which, to be fair, that's probably the hardest thing for Google is they come up with these very, very good features that are extremely hard to accurately advertise. Like I would absolutely. That is the issue. I'm trying to think, like. The ones that you know—they're easy to advertise, but also hard to give the full picture. Like the uh, car crash detection is literally could be life-saving, but it's hard to accurately explain it in a quick ad. It's still easy. It's easy to advertise it in terms of saying this exists on your phone, but I feel like that's something that people want would want to know more about when they hear about it. Um. And call screen, same thing. It's, a, it's just a little difficult to fully explain it in an ad. Um, and especially if they want to talk about anything else, which clearly they do.
2: At the same time, though, they could literally advertise those two features as, as not, individual ads. Just like have one ad of call screen where it just blocks one of those extend your warranty ads. It like literally just air that. <laughs> that's a and great that's commercial idea. and the phone will sell it no, itself. I, I,
1: I agree. They just I, I don't know why they refuse to just go all in on the features that really set themselves apart. They—I are they—are they scared to yeah. do it?
0: They go. They—they really—they're trying to go for high-minded things, and it's—it honestly goes over people's yeah. heads most of the time. And I, and I, honestly, I don't think this is any better. Um,
1: yeah. No. Material U is. The- I think the reason that they're leaning on it so heavily is because it's pretty obvious to people what's going on here. It's that your phone has these beautiful themes, and they don't really have to explain it. It's just, here's your phone, look at all this beautiful stuff on it. They don't really have to go all that in-depth with it, but they need to figure this out.
2: I mean, it does a very good job of saying the phone looks pretty outside and Mm -hmm. in which I think is uh, important because I mean, your phone is a piece of fashion. So I-, I could see why this ad, exactly the way it is, makes some sense. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel like a Google ad. I will I will agree again with Ben's point. Hmm.
0: So yeah, um, this is the latest example of them calling this the all Google phone. Now, oh, what is that wording specifically? Introducing Google Pixel 6, the first ever all Google phone, because Tensor, (sighs) that gets better over time by learning from how you use it and adapting to your needs. Because it's about time your phone is as unique as you. What brand does that remind you of? What phone does that remind you of? I got nothing. (laughs) I got nothing either. Moto X, <laughs>
1: oh, no. <laughs> um, oh, no, because it's
0: about time. Okay, the, the last line, yes, you, yes.
1: The last yes. line I'll give you, but I don't think they ever went there, like with that specific wording.
2: Okay, but what if we extrapolate the phrase "It's about time" to mean that this is actually a secret teaser <laughs> for the Pixel Watch, because Apple oh, themselves just use the phrase that'd be great. "It's about time." For their, okay, that'd be would be great.
0: <laughs> <laughs> ah,
2: the Moto X so depressing.
0: Could have been so much more, but I digress. So yeah, um, that's the Pixel Six. Um, rounding out the show, uh, going back to Google's Nest Cam and doorbell. Then you've had some time to. Get it up and running. Um, how's it going for you?
1: Compared so to yeah, I've headphones? been running the Nest Cam now for uh, t- two weeks, two and a half weeks. Um, I have not installed the doorbell yet, because it is... J- I- I- I'm going to be honest, I really just don't want to use it, because it doesn't have 24-7 recording. But
0: Get a fake door.
1: Nice. <laughs> Real fake Anyway, doors. Anyway... <laughs>
0: It's thought and, not impractical.
1: Okay, Jennifer, I thought no. about putting it on my back door, but no oh one God. goes to my back door. You, and also, do. you and also, You also, come into the back. Door. The dog, <laughs> and also, my back door is a screen. It gets one of those magnetic screens because my dog keeps breaking it.
0: So I don't see the issue here. I don't see the
1: issue here. Anyway, I'm gonna put it on the front door. Uh-huh. Something, like, maybe like tomorrow. I don't know. But the camera, the battery camera is good. It's $179. It has a built-in battery. Um, when it's wired, it's a fantastic camera to succeed the older Nest Cams. Uh, the <laughs> quality is good. I It's not fantastic because it's only, uh, what, two or three megapixel sensor. Um, mm-hmm. But it's enough. I have really no complaints about that the night vision is a little bit lacking i wish they had adopted some of these newer techs that um like they have a new uh, i can't remember the name of the sensor technology but it lets you HDR. see night vision oh, no no, no, no. that's hdr yeah it does do hdr yeah, yeah. but uh there's a night vision sensor i think sony makes it um that does night vision with color and why is he uses it on their thirty dollar camera? I don't get why Google's not Google um, likes IR. It, but that's the thing; it still does use IR, but it also does color. There's no I, there's no reason for them not to be using this stuff, um, especially at these prices. But ignoring that, it is a good camera. The app works. But it what it comes down to is Google software in my experience using an absurd number of cameras over the past year, Google software always feels more cohesive to me and more, it just feels better to use. Like a lot of these other apps, they take forever to load up the streams. They take forever to load up history where the old nest cams did it flawlessly and i would say these are just a step below it because the google home app isn't up quite up to par yet like but it's nitpicks that make it just one step below um Mm -hmm. it's a good camera and the battery life is very good actually i was running it um for probably about 12 days maybe more um off, off of just the battery, and it got down to, I think, 80% in that time. And that include, included quite a bit of just streaming live video, which drains it very quickly. Um, so the battery life is good. I think the last time I looked at it, the estimate was six weeks. I had actually plugged it in last night um, because I wanted some live stream because uh, someone had some fire trucks across the street. I wasn't sure what was going on. Um, but... The battery life is good. I think it's altogether a good product, just like all the older Nest Cams were. I think it just... It has some parts that make you scratch your head because it's really just comes down to when the old Nest Cams came out, no one was competing with them at this level of quality. But now they have a lot of competition that is at this same price point and has some arguably better features and offerings. And they also have the competition of these super cheap brands like wise and TP link. And I'm struggling to think of another one that have link. who Amazon. What's the brand? ring ring. Oh no, that's it. That's it. That's at nest pricing. That starts at 99. No, Don't they have the, the super cheap ones now? No, they start Fine. at $99. Yeah. Uh um, and i i mean okay they're cheaper than nest i think for when you yeah. consider the outdoor stuff um but they're still they i consider them on nest's level um like why isn't tp link are like they start at like $20 um so it makes me scratch my head when i think you know why is using this better night vision tech and tp link has higher resolution sensors i think google's choices to do you know better quality software and also to use a more optimized sensor than just throwing in the highest resolution one they can find is it works because the colors I get out of the nest camera, the uh, details I get, even though it's such a low resolution sensor, work and the uh, notifications are far and away the best I've had on a on any camera I've used. They are extremely fast and they're, I would say 95% accurate in terms of identifying what you're looking at. Um, I've had, if I'm getting a lot of notifications in a day, like if I point it at the road, for example, sometimes it'll screw up and say a person is a car or a car is a person. But for the most part, it gets it correct almost every time Um, and instantly. Uh, like I, c- I can see the road through my window in my garage in my garage in my office um and n- nine times out of ten i'll see a car passing by the window and i'll get the notification within a second of that so it's impressively quick
0: mm-hmm. so kyle um you're using the ALO right now what's your do you ha- do you feel
2: like you want to upgrade is there anything appearing to you
1: What's yeah,
2: I mean, just, like, everything about the, the ecosystem of it sounds so much nicer. I mean, Arlo works, and uh, it, it did what I needed to do when I needed it to do it, because, like, uh, the if there was a battery Nest doorbell when I was buying this, I probably would have bought it instead of the Arlo, but the Arlo was doing the job that Nest Hello couldn't do at the time. So... I'm, I'm, I'm okay with, uh, with it. It's, it's, mm. I, I'm obviously not using it to the fullest though, because I, I really just have not taken the time to get familiar with all of the different ways that I could be tracking things. All I have it to do right now is just like detect motion in a certain range and record it. And that's been enough for me. I don't even get notifications. I just look at it sometimes.
1: Yeah, I, I'll agree. I'll agree with you on Arlo because I, I I was testing one of their indoor cameras a few months ago, um, and I'll because I was reviewing it, I went more in depth with it. The I think my biggest problem with Arlo's software is it's very cluttered. Yes. I don't know if you feel the same way. Uh. It, it's it's very cluttered. It's very hard to find a setting, and the streams load up incredibly slow.
2: Yeah, it's slow in the app, and it's even slower when you go through Google Home, if it works at all mm-hmm. through Google Home. And I My biggest thing is, um, I, I really, I do wish I had the Nest Hello, just because, like, this doesn't, uh, I could be thinking of the wrong thing, but doesn't bringing the Nest Hello bring up the camera feed on yes does it do it on, on, on your, your smart display does it do it on your tv too or just the smart display no just
1: just the displays uh-huh. that would be nice if it like came up picture in picture on the tv that's, that's what I really want to see but yeah i mean even just if they smart ever displays, re-release a nest app maybe <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> Um not gonna happen but the yeah the, i think that's the biggest advantage that the nest has and at the 179 price for the doorbell is great The only thing I can say so far about the doorbell is that the size of it is huge. It is like twice the size of the Hello, which I don't think most people realize just looking at like uh, pictures online. You you know,
2: actually, yeah, it is. I actually thought it was going to be smaller. But then when I saw the pictures of it, it's way bigger. Yeah, I I, I will say, though, one thing that did just pop to mind that I do really appreciate about the new the battery doorbell is that. It has local backup storage. That Mm -hmm. is really important and would have been really helpful these past couple weeks where uh, my internet was out and my Arlo therefore had nothing or nowhere to send its footage. So I have no idea what happened at my apartment during the hurricane. (laughs) Nothing. So where the the battery doorbell would have at least backed up what it could until power, power and internet came back on.
1: Yeah. I think personally that's my biggest thing that I, I haven't tested it yet because I haven't lost power or internet since, uh, getting these, but that can also be arranged. (laughs) (laughs) Who knows? Yeah, maybe I'll, maybe I'll just shut off my breaker for a few minutes to test it out. Um, but the local backup yeah, is honestly why I will probably replace all of my nest cams because yeah, it just, it makes sense to have that. Um, and I hope it works as well as it should, because that's a killer feature. Even though I wish it was just with a micro SD card, so I could, you know, pull it off myself. Yeah, that'd be something. Modern Google does not do that. They I do know, that.
2: but it'd be nice. There's there's security implications too, though, because like, oh, somebody commits a crime, or they they like they cut the power to you know let's go like you know, crazy scenario somebody cuts the power to a place somehow and commits a crime disregarding the security cameras and then they just pop this sd card out on their way out like that security wise it doesn't They're consider it for leaving the camera i'll give them that true they could just <laughs> take it that's true you could just walk up and take any of these cameras you, you cut the power to a place and then take the cameras
1: with you <laughs> yes, which go. is the biggest flaw of the of these cameras is that the flagship one, the battery one, uh, doesn't lock to anything. It's just held on with a really like remarkably strong magnet. I will give them that if you unless you pull it off to the side, like if you slide it off to the side, that's the only way to take it off. If you try to pull forward, it's not going to move. I mean, isn't there a, um, an anti-theft... Uh, yes, I actually have it sitting on my desk right now.
2: Wasserstein or whatever. I mean, it's only $15. I'll give them that. That's that's
1: reasonable. It totally is. And I... No, I don't think it needed to be included. It, it, not everyone... Like, for You're example, mine is... Everybody's complaints. Like, that was a day one thing people... Yeah, but it's about. it's something that people want to complain about. But it's really not a big issue in real life because, for example, mine is mounted 15 feet off the ground.
2: I mean, and honestly, it would, when you look at it, the only thing that's actually holding it in place is like a a single so, screw that, with a hex, or like a star bit, which isn't that hard to find at a hardware store. So,
1: I mean... It's more it, of a deterrent than, a than it magnet. is a guarantee. <laughs> it's more deterrent and, than a yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean... I don't think most people are going to have an issue with that because if you're using this for security, you're not going to just sit it on a table. You're going to mount it up. You're going to mount it up high. Um and generally speaking, that's going to be out of reach and it's not like thieves are walking around with a ladder. True enough. True enough. Uh, so, I think it's <sighs> It's an issue for it's an issue if you want it to be an issue, but just common sense is going to make it not really an issue. Like when you mount it outside, Google tells you when you when you're setting it up, put it under the eave so that way it's not constantly exposed to direct sunlight because obviously that's not going to be good for the battery. Um, and if it's de- mounted underneath the eave of your house, it's going to be at least seven eight feet off the ground if not higher. Yeah, it's something at least.
2: It's something.
0: So yeah, um, Google has two of them out, the, the Nest Cam battery and the Nest doorbell. Um, we're waiting for the cheaper $99 one um, and the floodlights. Um, do you have any early expectations for that, especially the $99
1: one? So the... $99 one, I think is just a home run across the board because it is, it has all the advantages of this new one with the, cause it does have the local storage, correct? Yes. Then it's, then that's a home run no matter what. Um, I would say the only flaw again is just, they're using such low resolution sensors, but indoors, especially I would argue that's not that big of a deal. Um, the floodlight one, honestly, I think is a tough sell um, because of how it works. Because as Google had explained to us, it doesn't work based on like a traditional motion sensor. It works based on the camera seeing something and triggering it. Mm, Yeah. That means you're relying on
0: the ad.
1: They didn't even put a motion sensor. That's my understanding. Um, So if it's only relying on what the camera sees, I feel like it's not going to be as accurate as it needs to be on the bright side. uh, Wasserstein uh, made for Google partner made a floodlight mount that you can use with uh, the camera and it's 60 bucks extra, 60 or 70 bucks extra. Um, It mounts on the camera perfectly. It mounts on a traditional floodlight and uses a traditional motion sensor. Um, I will be installing that hopefully soon. And I think it's honestly going to be a better option. I will happily be proven wrong if Google uh, sends me one out and I get to try it out. But side by side. That's, I side. That's I will a be. Look.
0: Huh. That's a look side by side. Oh, oh. they have
1: to be next week. <laughs> to each I don't know if that's physically possible. Yeah, because wow. they run on. The, yeah, because they run on a full light mount, and I. Well, oh, I only have one of those on each side of my house. Um, yeah, no, I think I, I think Google's will be a hard sell, honestly, just because of the pricing Two seventy nine is a mm. lot, um, especially if you can get this one for, you know, you get this one and save 40 bucks. Yeah. Um, but I th- traditional. <laughs> never underestimate
0: people's desire. Yeah, I to think trusted tech.
2: Yeah, You'd have to know that the that the uh, accessory exists where a lot of people are just going to walk into Best Buy and just buy what makes sense for them.
1: Yeah. I'll, I'll give that's Google full upset. credit. I'll give Google full credit if they get it right and it does work just as well as a traditional. Mm-hmm. But I, I just find it hard to believe that it will. Yeah.
0: Uh, presumably that's coming out by year's end, but uh, until then, um, maybe with the Pixel 6, we'll see.
1: I will say what I don't look forward to is installing it because I have to take out my old outdoor camera to put that one in, and that's that's going to be a nightmare. It's uh, a it's what what is it called? Uh, Cock. It's cocked in. Oh, Oh, that's commitment right there. That's commitment right there.
0: Okay, so yeah, those are the cameras, and yeah. We, it's we're getting to the tech season, the busy tech season, iPhone next week. Um, I'm sure Google will follow very soon. And yeah, that's the podcast for this week. Thank you everyone for joining. Um, we post towards the end of the week and you can find us on all your favorite podcasting platforms such as Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, Apple Podcasts and iTunes. And you can listen on our site at 9 to 5 googlecom if you wish. Thank you for tuning in. And thanks to Kyle and Ben for joining me. We'll see you all next week. Bye. See ya. Bye.